Epiphany Media presents. Sorry about that, y'all. Our, uh, I couldn't get a podcast. They want to start up. They want to start recording for whatever reason. Got it though. checking levels um but you know thanks for joining us as always we appreciate y'all um you know we can't say it enough um you know it's only one subject (laughs) you know what i'm saying so so um man like you want, you want to talk about the latest one? No, you want to talk about the, 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 the uh, latest? Uh, the Wendy's incident? Yeah. Down in Atlanta uh, so, on the 12th. So for those who don't know, who are under a rock uh, at this point, because ain't nothing on TV except, you know, these stories. But anyways, it was a guy who went, it sounded like he went, you know, to a, a Mexican spot, I'm guessing. Yeah, margarita in the house. He said, um, he probably had more because he was looking kind of, uh, <laughs> he was looking kind of gone. Right. So, I mean, what do you do when you, you know, when you get that, uh, when you get that inebriated? You go to, you know, get you some uh, fast food late night. Wendy's open late always. You know, he pulled up and went, uh, got some Wendy's, but he fell asleep in the drive through. So, uh, you know, I guess after he goes to drive through, he pulled off to the side, but by that time, somebody called the police on him. So the police pulled up on him, guns out, before a report of somebody, you know, the trunk in the car. I don't, I don't understand those procedures. But anyways, you know, he got out the car, he patted him down, didn't find any weapons. And that's an important, important part of the story. Didn't find any weapons. You know, uh, you know, talk to him, ask, find out what he was doing. He said he was at the restaurant, you know, uh, had some drinks. And then he, uh, and then he told, he told the cop, yeah, you know, I was drinking, which is a bad move. Then he said, you know, did you drive here? He said, yeah, back, all the way back. You know what I mean? Like, he, he incriminated himself. So anyways, you know, he took the breathalyzer. I guess it came back that he was drunk and they was about to put him in cuffs to arrest him. And, you know, I guess he got scared and you know, tried to fight, tried to end up running. In the process, he grabbed the taser and, uh, you know, turned it 
officer, and the officer uh, shot him three times, or shot three times. I heard, I don't know how many times he got shot exactly. And I guess he uh, lived until uh, after surgery and he passed away. Um, I seen a video. Um, I know you sent. I seen it because I sent it to you. Uh, what are your thoughts on the situation? Before I tell you my thoughts. Um. So I seen. So I, I I've been watching it uh, all day. Watch different variations, different cameras. Um, I see. I seen the, the badge cam. Uh, uh, angle. Um, I seen the uh, the badge cam. There was two officers that was there. Uh, I seen the the officer that initially responded. So when they when they got to the Wendy's, he was still in line at the drive through though, and like he fell asleep in line still. Caught the window, woke him up. Told him, uh, uh, you know, you tired or whatever. He's like, I'm gonna move my car, and he just pull over there and park. Uh, so they did. Uh, so you know, he he did. Cop got him out of the car, took his ID or whatever, checked him out. You know, saying as far as um, weapons or whatever, uh, didn't find nothing. Um, and the guy seemed to be pretty responsive. You know, saying uh, communicate with the first officer. You know, when the second officer got on the scene, that's kind of when. Stuff kind of picked up. The conversation kind of picked up. I don't know if um, the cop and this guy had some kind of a history, or the guy I don't know maybe read his name tag or whatever. But he kept calling him Mister. He doesn't buy his name or whatever. And um, uh, I don't know, man. Like that that video that video is crazy for a bunch of different reasons. Um, right, he said. Or auntie or something, stay right there, right around the corner. He said, I'm a couple blocks away, I can walk. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? I leave There's my plenty of times, you know, I heard plenty of stories, you know, people, they pull off on the side of the road, fall asleep out of gas station or something, cops come along, uh, you know, cops suddenly leave your car here, we'll take you home since you live right around the corner. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Well, what? You know what I'm saying? What, what, what was the problem on that? So immediately, he wants to arrest somebody with you. I don't know if it was quota or what. I, I just feel like, and I, I don't know what the Atlanta um, Police Department procedures and policies are, but I'm assuming by the mayor calling for you to be fired, I'm assuming you didn't follow him. Like, whatever it is, I'm assuming you didn't follow him. Um, I also have heard, I know people who have got uh, pulled over, not pulled over, but like fell asleep in the car while drinking, parked or whatever. Um, uh and then offer to either take them home if they live close, or even if they do live close, they also offer to say, hey, we're not arresting you, but you are coming down to the station. You know, you want to sleep it off in the drunk tank, and then you'll be free to go in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Um, because you, you're not operating the vehicle, um, but you also are too drunk to to drive home or whatever. We don't, And we don't feel like you're, comf- you're confident enough to walk home, uh, and I don't want to take you home, apparently. So you can go to the drunk tank, and then you get out, you sleep it off, and you can get out. You know what I'm saying? I've uh, you watch Live PD or Cops that's now canceled. 
you watch any of those shows and they also have or or jail i think just a show i think they also uh you also see cases like that where people come in there drunk and they let them sleep it off and then they release them right so my biggest thing so so my biggest thing should be that they killed this nigga but it ain't it's, it's my second biggest thing my biggest thing is it's just a, another example of the lack of communication that police officers have with people. Now, I'm not even going to say just black people, but like cops really want you to explain to them everything, everything you're doing, where you're coming from, where you headed to, um, why you didn't do this. Like, but when you ask them a question, they uh, choose if they want to respond or they, or they don't want to respond or they, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they they use their rights and not say nothing. You know what I'm saying? But they want to know everything. Yeah, but they want to know everything about you. That's why when I get pulled over every single time, they're like, oh, <laughs> uh, where you headed to? West or east or, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever direction I'm going. And uh, because why the why does it matter? You know what I'm saying? Like, why does it matter? You ran my plates. You got my address. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Like I'm going west, or I'm going east, or I'm going north. Like, cause why do you want to know? Like, where where are you going? Where are you headed to? You know what I'm saying? So, so my biggest thing is that it's just another example of police officers having lack of communication skills, lack of de-escalation of situation skills, which is it's what you taught. You know what I'm saying? It's like the the it's de-escalation and communication, man. And pay, the, that's what, and that's what I'm saying. So even even paperwork is a form of communication, and where your lieutenant or your commanding officer, you have to, you know, what I'm saying communicate to them the situation. So with them not being there, they should have all of the details or as much details as possible, and that involves you communicating non-verbally, but still a form of communication. So that's something that you should be um, familiar with grossly married with and i just feel like this is just another example of police officers that just don't know how to communicate with somebody so whether he did the right thing or wrong thing about taking them home or taking them to the drunk tank if you communicate something to somebody and let them understand this is the situation this was happening your outcome can be way different like the possibility for your outcome could be way different Uh, the guy that was shot, or yeah. sorry, oh dying. Not the guy that was shot. The guy that was yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> don't don't judge me. I'm dying over here. Man, that's I, I forgot all about that. Um, uh, not the guy that got shot. The guy that got killed. Uh, yeah. R- Rashard Brooks. Okay, Rashard. Mr. Brooks, he said he had one and a half margaritas. Now, a margarita can be pretty strong. Then it depends on the size of the margarita. He said top shelf. He said top shelf. You know what I'm saying? He probably, really, he probably he looked like the type he don't even really drink all like that. You know what I'm saying? Because 
if me and you have two uh, brother bitches, I mean, you know, we'd be, we'd be cool. I mean, that's that's uh, nothing for us. But he looked like he wasn't. He, you could tell he, you know, was you know, not a person that'd be out here in the streets. You know, probably didn't even have a record at all. I, I guarantee, if anything, it could have been a traffic speeding or something. Nothing serious. I guarantee it. And uh, he came to talk to the officers. You know, told them what he was supposed to tell them. You know, and they asked him the question about was he drinking, and uh, but I could tell that he was nervous. So I, I think the cop interpreted his nervousness um, with being drunk. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he had a, a little buzz. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Falling asleep in the drop. But uh, falling asleep while you're driving a car don't mean that you've been drinking. I mean, you, you could have been real tired, you know? Uh, but uh, I don't... I don't know if, if the cop wanted to uh, uh, arrest somebody that night or he was just mad that the guy drove to Wendy's and fell asleep and, was, and the car was running, you know, while, you know, uh, and he felt, well, the car was running he was operating a, a vehicle. I could, I can't take him home at that point. wonder what was, wonder what was his thought process behind that. I agree. I, I mean, I still feel like you gotta communicate that to him, though. Like, say, hey, you're under arrest because this. Not just, I feel like you're drunk, so put your hands behind your back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, like like be a a person and communicate that to them. Like let let them know, let the person that you're dealing with as an officer, as a security officer, as a as a public service worker of any sort. Like let like communicate why the is why whatever is why it is. You know what I'm saying? And I think he didn't even tell them what. Yeah, well, well, I think you drunk. I think you too drunk to drive home. Put your hands behind your back. Is what he said. You know what I'm saying? Which is just, which, which is, which. If you feel like that you're not that drunk, or if you feel like, like if you if you don't feel okay with that, and like so, how how do you say no? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like how do you say? How do you say like I don't agree with your assessment right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, but right. but it's like, like, yeah. And he probably uh, he didn't even say what the number was. Unless me know, it could have been like point oh. I know the legal limit down there is point oh eight. He probably could have been a point six, but acting like he was nervous, so he probably thought he was on something or something. Like, I need explanations. Like, I I don't I don't understand when you say usually they. Well, this is this is your number right here. You have more than one point. Five, yeah, they, they'll let you know. Like they'll let you know. Like so so right. So look. So I agree with you because I think that I, I don't know from experience. You sound like that was an experienced story, but I, I think that I think that they would. Um, yeah, I think they would say, well, hey, um, you know, you're at a one point whatever, and you know you way over. So ain't no way you had two drinks or. Um, I kind of, I never even thought about this, but I kind of think that you might be right because um, he didn't sell him a number and he, then he said, well, I think, I think that you are 
uh, still too drunk to drive home. So that must mean that to me, I, w- I would infer that he was under the limit, but acting over the limit. So the kind of justifiable provocation, I guess, to detain him or arrest him or whatever. And then it, it, it just led to some, some other stuff, which is just crazy. Um, he seen him fall asleep and he was acting, you know, acting like he was drunk or whatever. Uh, acting, for a person who acting like they drunk and giving clear answers, you know what I mean? But, uh, he was giving clear answers on everything. And anybody that see, and anybody that watched the, the first cop on scene body cam, when when he first woke him up, pulled him pulled his car over to the parking spot. Even that cop one on one while he was sitting in the car, he was way more calm. He was way more uh, like the conversation was like an actual back and forth. Like, hey, you know, I, you know, I, 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 I was tired. You know, it was my daughter's birthday was yesterday, and we was coming back from Tennessee. Like all this stuff going on. And then, like, only when that second cop got there. So maybe he was just super nervous or whatever. Let me catch up in the comments because... Oh, come I, yeah, coming back from Tennessee. That's a... Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he was tired. I mean, Tennessee to, Tennessee to Georgia, like, that's... It's a hell of a drive. Six hours right yeah. there. Even if you ain't driving, yeah. you, you as a passenger, you're still tired, man. Uh, all the comments... Tired. Like, they can just come back and... Yeah. I'm telling you, man. All the comments just popped up at once, so let me catch up. I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring y'all. They literally just all popped up. Uh, so Angel said, uh, yeah, I, it just, I don't know what happened or whatever, why the delay. So Angel said, so sad and unnecessary, the cop could have de-escalated the situation. He didn't even explain to the guy he was being arrested or anything. I agree. This is exactly what we're saying. Regina, what's up? Thanks for joining us, as always. Uh, Angel said, uh, the cops to me seem to just start getting annoyed. He did a terrible job. I agree with that 100%. Uh, Regina said, uh, cop was embarrassed or pissed off. I'm sorry, y'all. I forgot I can put it up on the screen now. Cop was embarrassed or pissed off after he took the taser from him and started running. It almost seemed like cop was proving I'm in charge. Cop never needed to go for the kill shot. Um, I agree. We, we're going to talk about the, we're going to talk about the taser situation in a minute. Cause I mean, you know, me and you talked about it earlier. Um, Andrew said, uh, it didn't have to end that way. He didn't explain anything to him at that point. That's so true. Erica said, uh, Erica, first, thanks for joining us. Y'all, I have to catch him on the news. I know, I only know a little about the story. Well, come on in. We, we dare start talking about it. I just said, um, he appeared to write the number on his hand, but didn't state anything out loud. I agree. I mean, I did, I did see that. He wrote it on his hand and then he put his, put the, um, and then he put the, uh, uh, the breathalyzer in, in his belt or whatever, and that's when he told him to put his hands behind his back so that he could, um, you know, what I'm saying like, put your hands behind your back. That's all he said. So, um, so he gets into a fight. For for those of you that don't know, he told him to put his hand behind his back. Um, they start to go put him in custody. Uh, then the guy um, like flips out and resists. Uh, the two cops kind of take him to the ground. So now they're just like wrestling. Um, the, uh, I want to say the first cop on scene pulls his taser, telling him he's going to get tased um, with the taser in his hand. Um, uh, Rayshard, uh, uh, grab, like grab two hands, taking the taser from him and then got up and ran. Um, from the from the cop, um, 
while running away from the he reached back with the taser in his hand and aimed, I guess. I don't think he ever discharged, but aimed backwards at the cops. Uh, then the cops shot three times and like, like I don't know how many times he actually got hit or whatever, but three shots for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, guy running away from you, but pointing the taser at you, is that a justified reason to shoot him? Take the cops, take, taste them, and then take their gun and shoot them, right? Oh, let me say. So, so this that is, is that is thrown out the window to me. I, look, I, I, I told you that I agree with you, but this is a, a legit thing that's taught to security guards and police officers alike. Like this is a, a actual training point um, for armed people that that work with guns or whatever. That that was my my reason for saying it, but go ahead. Um, but that see, this is where critical thinking is uh, uh, imperative because the one officer I don't know who's which officer he took the tape from, but I know one officer shot his tape, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't, you can't you can't shoot it again, but you can. You know, put the taser in somebody and tase them after that, but you can't, uh, you know, shoot the taser again. Right. 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 So I don't know whose taser he took, but let's say uh, hypothetically he took the taser that he was shot with, right? Uh, ain't no way that he can hurt you from that <laughs> distance with the <laughs> with the non-lethal weapon uh, while he's running away from you. Ain't no way. That he can kill you at that point. So that that was that 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 part was uh, yeah, that part was uh, a huge mistake, which cost which cost him uh, Mr. Brooks's life. But um, secondly, if you were let's say you were for, uh, a concealed carry holder, right, and somebody's running away from you, and you know, they point back to you, do you think the judge is going to be leaning uh, on you at all? No. I, I, if you are a concealed carrier and you, what are you saying, you hit somebody with a taser? No, I'm saying the same situation. The guy's, the guy's running away from you and you shoot and kill him because he pointed a taser at you. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you're going down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're going down, right? Yeah. Not running away from you. I can I can see pulling out your gun because I don't. That's just might be a natural instinct. You know, they pulling out that shit all day. You know what I mean? But to go through with it, and he wasn't even. Nah, he was scared. <laughs> like this man has already been patted down. He probably still have another weapon on him that you probably didn't you know get. But uh, no, nah, I, I can't even. I can't give him no excuses. Chase this, you chase him. I, I I agree with you. I think that um, 
at that point, when you have you have his car, you have uh, his information. He gave you his ID. Um, you got his address. Like you you ha- you have all the information to catch him another time, for for lack of a better term, or exactly. or or to do your do like he's running away from you. Like somebody put it earlier uh, in group chat, said that he ain't John Wick. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga not about to. You're not about to uh, slide and spin and hit you with the taser through your bulletproof vest, um, you know, that cops wearing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just a regular dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's not a, a, a fictional movie character. So, for you to be uh, not able to, like, for, for that to be your an answer, like, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. That's why he was fired. Why he was fired so fast? You got two people. That's all I know. So you got two, two, two officers. So you got two tasers. He took one of the tasers. One of them was deployed as he was running away. So let's say the taser that he had was a fresh one. Like he still. You know how hard it is to hit something while you're walking. For, yes, like he he didn't stop, turn around, and take aim. Like he's running away, and he's reaching back with a taser, not with a a, a gun or a shotgun, like with a, with a taser. Um, I, I don't. How many yards do you think it was away? About ten to twenty, ten to fifteen, or maybe more. Uh, I don't think it was that far. I think once he went to go reach, once he went to go reach back. Like the cop, maybe like the cop sidestep, like kind of took cover towards a car because he fumbled a little bit, got his gun out, and then three shots on target. So it appears, I I, I don't know, I, maybe ten. Yards, I, I, I would say. Yes. Oh. No, he, he didn't. He didn't take cover, but he stopped. He when dude went to go when uh, uh, Mr. Brooks went to go turn around, like when he went to go reach back with the with the taser, the cop moved like not so not no longer going like forward and backwards. Like if you chasing somebody, he moved laterally where it was a car and then shot. What it looks like to me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just don't. So I, I would say, if I had to guess, and I only watched like that angle twice, I couldn't watch it no more. But I would say ten to twelve yards or so. Um, I don't know the distance on those police tasers, but I'm sure it ain't no ten yards. Ten yards. I'm sure it ain't. Yeah, I, 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 I
That's crazy. Uh, wow. He was running away from me. And he's actively yeah, running away from me. Let me jump to the comments, man. Angel said, uh, in my concealed carry class, they told a story about a woman whose home his family sued and won. Uh, yeah. Uh, he wasn't a threat anymore. And it was a guy that, uh, it was a teenager, a black teenager that knocked on somebody's door to get directions because he was lost, like, on his way to school. And um, uh, he, he, like, shot a shotgun at him. Like, came to the door, came out with a shotgun. Uh, the kid, of course, was running away. And uh, just shooting, shooting the gun, not hitting the kid or whatever. Like, he got, like, 12 years or something crazy. Not crazy, because he should definitely get more than that. But he got, like, a bunch of years because, like, that's not a threat to you. That's the biggest thing about these police things is these are, like, the stuff is happening to people who are no longer a threat to you. They were a threat at one point. They're no longer a threat at the, at the time that these videos are capturing people getting killed by these police officers. It's not that they're in a... That's something that can be understandable by everybody. But you are... When the person that you're accosting is no longer a threat and they still end up dying, like, that is the issue. White or black? Uh, I can't remember the guy, uh, and I, I just... I just... I think the cop would end up getting off. It was a white cop shot a white guy, a white... I don't know if it's a delivery guy or whatever, but in, in like, an apartment complex hallway, like, on his hands and knees, crawling towards the cop. You got one cop saying, put your hands up. You got another saying, get on the ground. Uh, so the guy, like, nigga, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to crawl on my hands and knees. Like, oh. And, like, they shot him point blank with an AR-15 uh, for reasons. Is this in a hotel? I, I, it was either a hotel or yeah, lobby hotel. or apartment lobby or something. Oh, yeah, that was a hotel, yeah. Um, you know. Like, so so that's the problem with all of these shootings is that these cops shootings, all the uproar is, 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 it is because it's the primarily black people and all of this stuff, but the problem comes is that these people are no longer a threat and yet they're still getting killed um, by these police officers who are trained... Like you're you're trained to to assess these things. I'm not saying that must happen. I'm not saying that people don't make uh, accidents or whatever, which is the same thing. I just said the same thing twice. With like I, like I'm not saying that people are going to be perfect or anything, but um, like you're actually trained. Like when you when you yeah, it doesn't take that much to not shoot somebody who's unarmed. That's what I'm saying. Like when you take your CCW class or whatever, they tell you like, look, if you get caught without, you know, what I'm saying drinking while you got your gun or whatever, like, you are going to be punished more because you know better. Like, you're, like they're going to punish you. They're going to give you more punishment because you actually took a class, you know the information, and you just still decided to make a bad decision. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's just crazy to me, man. And these are, and that's just a regular concealed carry Person, like, not somebody that goes to the academy. Like, it just don't make sense to me. Check this out, though. Uh, like, I know the counter-argument would be, you know, uh, you got to make the decisions fast. And, uh, you know, uh, somebody could, you know, pull out their gun and have a shot on you on target and, you know, point nine seconds even faster 
You know, that could be an argument, but, uh, and he, I mean, but it's the proof is in the video. You know what I mean? Like, we're watching it. You know, we weren't there in that situation with, with stress and all that type of stuff. No, we weren't. But I think mostly everybody's agreeing, like, that was the wrong situation. Uh, I mean, that was the wrong decision in that situation. That's the hotel situation. You got three, four people with AR-15s on dude. Uh, like, dude's scared. You, like, wonder, like, why? Like, I didn't even do nothing. Like, why, why are y'all trying to? Where y'all got guns out? He's scared. He keep moving because he's scared. He didn't reach for it. He, 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 he should go to kill him. Like, I, that don't make sense to me at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get it, man. Um, Angel said, uh, if the person is not coming at you, they're not an Im- immediate threat. That's the whole point of this. Like, these people are actively yeah. trying to get away. Now, if he would have took, um, if he would have took uh, the cop's gun out of a level three holster, shit, more power to him. Number one, and then number two, uh, he would be most definitely a threat. Even if he's running away from him, uh, he has a. Uh, he has an unlimited range tool that he can still hit, you know, kill somebody with. But, uh, but not a taser. I agree. Not, not, not a taser, though. I agree. Now, I could, I could see if he had a knife. Even if he was, but if he, but if he running from you, away from you with a knife, it's like, I mean, you could probably still get off the court, but, like, you still didn't fire. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, uh, we, but we're still talking about deadly force. Like, a knife can be deep. You know what I'm saying? A yeah. uh, a gun can be deadly. Like tasers are not deadly. They're they're super effective when I used properly. If you had a knife, if you had a knife, okay, he's, he's, he has a deadly weapon, but he's running away from you. I mean, you can still you can probably get off. You don't get off, but you probably can get fired with a bad decision to shoot somebody in the back. Like, why they're running away from you? Knife. I, I can see that. Let's say a bat. He's running away with you. Lethal weapon away from you with a lethal weapon, which is a bat. But he can't, you can't get a lethal if somebody's not standing next to you with a bat. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't understand. Like I don't. It's simple. Like why are you so quick to shoot somebody? Like I don't. It's not good. It's not good for your job. Like you, certain situations, I I can agree with officers. Like man, he put a gun out on you. Hey. I was fucked up. I mean, if it was me and you, somebody pull a gun out on us. I mean, that'd be that's normal human reaction to say your life. But if a motherfucker pulled out a, a taser, and, no, we start scuffling, and he ain't, you know he ain't want to he ain't smoke no more, but he running away and pull out a taser. Like, I'm not going to pull out a gun and shoot him. Like that don't even make sense to me. I agree. I don't. I can't comprehend the decision making at all. Multiple, multiple angles. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to we don't have to rely on, you know, the police chief coming on, uh, you know, talking about what happened. We don't have to rely on the cop story, you know, going to the paperwork, you know, him and his partner, you know, sticking to the same story in the paperwork. We don't have to rely on that anymore, you know what I'm saying? We can see it for ourselves. So Yep. Let me see. So Ms. Murray said, uh at some point please have to learn to give up the chase. Innocent people can get hurt. 
I don't believe Cleveland police are allowed to get in car chases anymore because of the harm uh, it causes to, to innocent people. Foot chases are just as bad. I agree with you 100%. Specifically the case where they shot that, uh, that car 127 times over uh, at that middle school in uh, East, East Cleveland. Cleveland. Yep. Specifically because of that, they had to change. Uh, they had to change it up. But, uh, you know, that's just Cleveland. Like, it's still yeah. other, you know, still chasing people. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And um, there are plenty offices around the state um, around the country, um, what's that, uh, live PD or whatever, um, they got some people like, you know, if, if, if a car go past you going, a, a cop that's sitting there waiting, like a speed trap or whatever, if they're waiting, they're go, if a cop go, I mean, if a car go by at a certain speed, they won't even turn on the chase, like, they're not allowed to, you know what I'm saying, because trying to pit that car or so now instead of having one car going at speed, you got three cars, just in two officers plus the, the suspect car or whatever. Um, you just putting up the, the public, the general public at the end, and it just ain't worth it for a lot of people. So they won't even engage, which I think is the, something very wise to do. Right. Now, you know, something I like to do is always give a, like, a other side thinking just because, you, know, you know, that's how people think in certain situations. Now, you know, before you made the uh, critical error of shooting, uh, shooting Mr. Brooks, you know, he decided to arrest him. Hey, I can understand that and why you didn't take him home because there's plenty of people who ruin families by, you know, getting drunk, driving, and, you know, crashing into a, you know, a, a innocent family and killing everybody in the car and they live, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, Kyle, you know, cops got to come to the scene and, you know, see this devastation, you know, bodies mangled, you know what I mean? And so, to be on the mission, well, you know, you know, uh, if you're drunk, that's, that's just my thing. If you're drunk, I'm taking you to jail. Okay, I can get that. But after that, everything is out the window. Uh, uh, I can't, you know, I can't agree with any of that. I agree. Um, let me see. Regina said, uh, and you can identify them and constantly, uh, look over your shoulder waiting for them to come back. Um, well, she asked a question. She said, she said, and you can identify them and constantly look over your shoulder waiting for them to come back. Uh, I was broken into my cop told me in my garage, I could shoot them as long as they, as long as it was connected to my home, I just hate that he broke into her house and she's the victim, but the woman pays. Um, I think, so the cop told you, so, so broke into somebody's garage and the cop said, as long as the garage is connected to your house, then you can shoot them. Uh, right. As long as they're in your house, though. As long as they're... Yeah, inside. But if they run, if they if you if they hear you coming and they run outside of the garage and they're in your driveway, that's no longer in your house and that's no they're not no longer a threat to you. Um, I get what you're saying as far as being a target and feeling like you gotta look over your back in case they come back or something. But uh, them, them all, <laughs> you know, 
that's the law. I, I can't tell you nothing otherwise, even if you, even if I don't agree with it. You see, Bum D, Angel said, uh, "When cops began shooting at shooting at Richard, they uh, they put all all the public that was in line at Wendy's in harm's way. Uh, absolutely unacceptable. I agree. Um, one, they always tell you to uh, you know be aware of your backstop, be aware of what's behind you. It could be it could be your own partner. Sometimes, like I watch tons of videos, man, where cops just be out here shooting wild, man." Shooting into neighborhoods. I, man, I seen a video today where a cop was trying to break a suspect's window by hitting the window with the butt of his gun and ended up shooting his partner in the arm. And, like, now his partner can't arm, like, ever again. Like, it's over with. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and these are people that's trained. I just seen the video the other day. I just seen the one video where a guy was running and then Oh, that was in L.A. Yeah, he took a hostage at the mm-hmm. last minute or something, and they shot. The shot him. Yeah, some some old lady. Uh, like, yeah, and this wasn't like SWAT team sniper fry. You know the uh, movies. These are regular officers that didn't have enough, and the guy didn't have a gun. He had like a, a knife or some machete or something, um, and he wanted to go take a hostage or whatever. Uh. But they decided to shoot him and the old lady hostage that was like had a walker and everything. So it wasn't like she could just get out of the area. Like, it's just crazy, man. Didn't, didn't have any angles at all before he, before he took the shot. Just shot. I, I, I don't know what they were thinking. Like I don't know what they were thinking, man. Like especially if it's more than okay, with more than one officer, all you have to do is take the angle. Yeah. Uh, to try to get to the side of him, even if he turned, the other officer got the shot because he was on the side of him. He still can't miss. Or shoot him before he take a hostage. Like you know, what I'm saying like, like they they this is horrible shooters. If only if only we had a if only we had an officer in the comment section that would come on the show and give our point of view um, instead of. <laughs> I, I I just had him respect it, but I'm just saying if only we had somebody in the comments that would come on and uh you know speak for for the boys in blue, the boys and girls in blue. Hey, some, hey somebody could uh somebody could say, Oh well you can you know, you can go take the similar, you know the similar they got a different scenario, yeah. like running a movie theater and stuff like that. 
Hey, we can go do that. Don't they got it at a... I'm going to call it the wall. I don't like it when I promo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think they got one up there for sure. Uh, CCW class up there from what I was told. Yeah. So people think, you know, people say, oh, you know, if y'all was in that situation, y'all I mess up. Let's go to the simulator. <laughs> see how we do. Random scenarios to see if we, you know, mess up. We might. It's a simple <laughs> Later. See, see, so for those of you that don't know in, in Cleveland, hold on, let me catch up in the comments. I, I got a quick story. Uh, Regina said um, when they were chasing Richard, he wasn't a threat. He'd fall asleep somewhere. Um, it was like, you already know his address. I agree with Angel. Cops shouldn't be shooting around the public. Um, I get it. Some stuff is un... You have to. Like certain situations, but that situation damn sure didn't call for it. Like not, not, not a chance. Um, so you got his car, you got his information, you know, you got all of, all of his stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like the only thing I could think of is that cop had a history with that dude, the same way they try to say that, um, that Floyd had an issue with whatever the, the cop is that, uh, kneeled on his neck, you know what I'm saying? In the past. So that's the only thing I could think of. And even that doesn't excuse anything from being, uh, understandable. Uh, Angel said, imagine that was your son, husband, or dad. I just can't for sure. Uh, my aunt said, they still chase. Remember that little girl last December got killed in East Cleveland on the sidewalk during the chase? Um, yeah, no, some some departments still chase and some don't. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashley said, uh, she says, a lot of Monday night quarterbacking here. Well... <laughs> Well, Ashley, if you if if by chance if, if if by chance you know somebody that could be a Sunday night quarterback, feel free to let us know, and uh, we will definitely give them the platform. If you know any Sunday night quarterbacks, for sure. You don't, yeah, those just super basic questions. That's all. Um, no, I, look, I'm so serious. Like, if we got a, a a captain or a lieutenant or an officer that wanted to come on and and defend whatever action they see, get the you have the you have the floor, you have the floor. Barry said, Ms. Barry said, don't, y'all don't got to be jumping on Ashley. Well, I'm not jumping on Ashley. I'm just, I, I just want a Sunday night quarterback. That's all. 
So Ashley, if if hypothetically, if you were a Sunday night quarterback, what would you do in that situation? Because I'm curious. Hey, you know, we're not jumping on your daughter, but all I'm saying is I see some of y'all folks in the family, you know, which I'll be saying. And uh, <laughs> y'all, did, y'all did it first, man. That's all I'm saying. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> I'm saying. That's funny. Ms. Murray said, uh, Ashley scores don't matter. She out here on the front lines keeping the community safe. I agree. Hey, which I, which I commend. Look, I, 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 I it's most definitely, a, uh, most definitely a, tough, a tough job. I, I, 12 hours, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Trying to think and be on your toes. It's a lot. It's so I most definitely commend her, for sure. But she, I, I, I ain't see her in the news. So <laughs> she's doing her, she, she doing doing her, her job. job right especially with you know all the stuff that's going on and, and as critical as we are of police that make these mistakes I don't think that um, I don't think I'm or you are anti-cop or like cops just can't do anything right or, or anything like that uh, I just think of the ones that do make the mistakes or like you said you got X amount of cops that do good stuff, and as you don't hear about it, and then you hear bad ones or whatever. But like the bad ones are like really bad, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like the bad ones are like, like, like because it's not a job where, all right, if you if you're a bad, um, I don't know, you're a bad, cook. yeah, you're a bad cook. So, nigga, fool. I mean, well, yeah, 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 nigga, fool might not be done. You might kill him. You're right. But chances are the food is going to be disgusting. Somebody get food poisoning, you know, throw up a little bit or something like that. And, and that'd be the extent of it. You know what I'm saying? But when you're bad at, when you're bad and they give you like a gun, they give you protection and a badge and a gun, like you're, you're, like you're bad is not good enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't afford to be bad and have a gun. And, you know, that goes for all walk of life. That goes for CCW carriers that I know or people at the gun range. When I go and I just see and I look like, man, how did they let you in here to even shoot at the gun range? Like, and that, so that goes for everybody. So as critical as we are, we're not, we're not saying that, uh, you know, anti-cop or anything like that for sure. But, Cause I, I wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that. Ashley and anybody else would go do that as honorable because I damn sure wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Hey, am I, I, am I, I, I honorable? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh, Almost. So wait, Ashley said, the real question is, what would you do if you were that officer? So be honest, B. What, what would you do if you were that officer?
We're going on a, a jog. You know? <laughs> we run it. Or it would be... No, no, that would be... Yeah, we're going for a jog. That's it. And, but, but even before that... Man. See, I've been in a situation where I was 20 years old and I was on beer pong at a party. One game of beer pong. And, uh, this is all time. You already know it. This, this, this is him, but him telling me this story was one of the funniest experiences ever. <laughs> you know, so I played like one game of beer pong. Really wasn't even drinking the cups that I was supposed to, but I was 20 years old. You know, you're not supposed to be drinking at 20 years old. Anything except your million, you know? <laughs> so I think I was either out in like Brunswick or. Bryceville, one of those, I really can't remember. It was, it was, that was 12 years ago, yeah. So anyways, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I really don't know where I'm at. But this is before they had GPSs on phones. So I had to write down the map quest directions. And so I'm trying to, like, get back. But, of course, I'm driving fast. You know. uh, I'm just young. That's when I used to be driving fast, getting speeding tickets, whatever. I'm driving fast through Brunswick trying to figure out, like, how to get back to the freeway. And uh, once I fi- finally found a freeway, I don't know if somebody called on me, what, I don't I don't know. But, um, I got pulled over. Uh, and, uh, you know, they pulled me out. Well, at first they asked me was I was drinking. I should have said no. <laughs> but not. But I was like, yeah, you know, I played a good beer pong. I should step out the car. So they had me doing all the field sobriety tests. And I'm like, you know, I'm good. But also, my mind, I know, is point, what is it, point oh one? If you under 20 years old, right? I think it's point oh one. I don't know. And, uh, you know, I'm like, damn, I could register a couple of drinks. I don't know. But uh, anyways, you know, they did a breathalyzer. I didn't, you know, I probably didn't even blow anything. And he looked at his partner and showed him whatever I blew. It was probably like zero, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he said, you know. <laughs> Just be safe driving home. So I had both, you know. But at the same time, they fall asleep behind the wheel. I, I don't know. Like that's that's a judgment call right there. If you want to take them home and have them sleep it off, or you want to take them, you know, or you want to uh, man, like that's a judgment call right there. So either one of them things I would have done. But he got out the, you know, we all trying to arrest me. And Rashad was he drunk like nigga? I, I don't know. Have you ever? I don't know. How to do anything while drunk like that? That energy you got, it don't it don't last. It burn up quick. <laughs> that shit burn up quick. I I, I I could tell you hella college stories. Um, we had a basketball dorm, a basketball court in our dorms, and um, that alcohol, that little energy boost you get, it burns up quickly. So let me see. So. Ms. Murray said, if I was that officer, I probably wouldn't engage in a chase. Um, I would have got him later, but even that don't mean he, would, he wouldn't he would have got shot. Um, Angel said, if I was the officer, I would have talked with him more before putting hands on him. Explain what we are going to do, whatever that means. Take him to the sober up in jail or take him home a mile down the road. 
it didn't need to it didn't need to escalate. Uh, <clears throat> Virginia said I completely agree. Um and I couldn't agree more. Um it's almost like I wrote that statement that Angel said because if I'm in that if, if I'm in that situation and you got a guy that's not like a a repeat offender, like he doesn't have his record is clean, apparently as far as like warrants or whatever, he's not a repeat offender. Um, not nobody that I came across, um, uh, you know, pass with like that. Um, the car is parked. I would, uh, do my community work, which I, I would go talk to when I would go talk to Wendy's. I'm like, is it cool if you leave his car here for the night? If it is cool, leave your car here. I'll take you home. Um, you know what I'm saying? If you stay, you know, reasonably within the area, I even get not taking you to your sister house. Like, if, we, if you got to go to the house that's on your address, if it's reasonable vicinity, I'll, I'll take you home. Um, you come get your car in the morning. Um, if I catch you out here tonight again, like driving home or anything like that, or you tell me you can't get this car tonight, then that'll be a different issue, but we'll handle that when we get there. Um, if you don't stay within reasonable vicinity, I'll take you to, to the drunk tank. You sleep it off. You get out in the morning. You come back and get your car. Um... That's what I would do um, beforehand. But all that stuff would be communicated to that guy, the white guy, the black guy, the Spanish guy um, up front. Like, look, this this is what we're doing, right? Uh, you came, clearly you were sleeping uh, behind the wheel. Your car was started using the drive through whatever. You ain't driving home, you know what I'm saying? So we got two options here, you know what I'm saying? I can take you home. I can take you to the drunk tank. You know what I'm saying? And then you get to car. Either way, you get to car in the morning or whatever. That's what I would do if I was that officer. Uh, Ms. Wright? Like I said, what are, what are the two options? I mean, uh, <clears throat> one, one would save the person a lot of money. A lot of time, you know. And then... One would be like, you know. And then, and then if Wendy's like, nah, they can't keep their car here. Like, all right, well... We're going to have to tow your car or, or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, make a phone call. If your sister really stay a block away, have her come get your car tonight or, or whatever. Like, I would my due diligence to not like the situation, if at all possible, so we wouldn't even get to the part where we have a, a struggle and a chase and all of that stuff. I would do all my, all my work up front as much as possible so we won't even have to get to that, that point. That's whatever hill you want to die on. That's fine. Um, but then let them know. Like you was caught behind a wheel, and I'm not saying I would do this, but I would say, hey, you was caught behind the wheel driving. Technically, it's drunk driving. You gotta go. Like you know what I'm saying, like I'm explaining all that to him though. But let me see. Ms. Murray said, uh, I think a lot, or she said, I think a lot have got away from their motto to serve and to protect. To be honest, I'm not police. So I really can't answer that question. Um, actually, I think you, you're a person in the community. I think you're more than qualified to answer that question. Um, I, like, head over heels, the what happens in the community, like you're a part of that community. So you feel like if you're in the community and you feel like you're not being served, 
if you feel like you're not being protected, then I think you are more than capable at saying they've gotten away from their motto. And I happen to agree with you wholeheartedly that I feel like they are not holding that close to the vest anymore. Like they, like they work for you. They work for the community. They work for the city. They work for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, so holding them accountable and, and, and their precinct accountable, like that's our job because they work for us. We're their, we're the boss. See, as um, Angel said, uh, I'm just thinking if someone puts their hands on me and I don't know what's going on, I'm probably fighting too, especially if I had a drink or two. Yeah, if, if you're not in your right mind, that's the equivalent of being in a place and drunk or not, like a cop walk up and put his hands on you, like just walk up and grab you. Let's say you're protesting, peacefully protesting, cop walk up and grab you or something. Your instinct is to... Hit him with an elbow, you know what I'm saying, as you turn around. Like, Especially when you, like you just, you just saying no justice, no peace. And yeah. Or, or if you ain't saying nothing there, and you and you hit that cop, like, so you go to jail for assaulting a police officer when they walked up and grabbed you? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't know what's going on, and that goes for anybody, cop or otherwise, like, if I don't know what's going on, or if I'm nervous or, or scared and, and a hyper um, uh, anxious state, like, yeah, I'm probably going to make some decisions that ain't great. I'm probably going to, um, I'm probably going to, uh, uh, make some movements that police officers probably wouldn't like or whatever. Like, what the, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm scared or I'm nervous or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? So, without getting that explained to me, without having that, that communication, that dialogue, yeah, I, I would probably, want to understand like I, I need I need answers like I need you to tell me why and that's why what I start over the, the show is saying 
in regards to police officers, <laughs> like they want to know everything, but they refuse to answer your questions. They you they force you to answer. They want to force you to answer. But when you ask them something, they're they're real uh, stingy with that with that information. Hey, and you don't have to answer any of their questions to begin with, but they get mad at you. Right. I never forget, man. I don't. I mean, let me finish the comments. Miss Murray said, uh, "My advice to Ashley is bring your ass home at the end of your sh- by any means necessary." People are crazy out here. I agree. I agree. I agree. I I I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, like we. We was rough on Ashley a little bit, I guess. Like not, not even really, but uh, that is the most important thing for sure. Um, you know, I, 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 I get it. I get it wholeheartedly. Yeah, Ashley most definitely is a smart woman, so she'll be all right, you know. But if you got a pull, pull, you know mm. what I'm saying? I get it. So why should we have an eyes? You got a pull, pull. Uh, the, the same, uh, what you shoot, I have shot a lot before, and it's easy to hit your target. So I'm saying, special skills. <laughs> uh, she said, uh, when you she said when you get scared or nervous at a rally, leave. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I agree for the most part. I, I guess I agree. Um, it can yeah, be. I, it can, like that. I mean, I'm just, I feel like I'm too old. What? I'm not like I'm not built to be like I'm too old to begin uh, hitting the head with a billy club. Like it's not. It's not right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, who who isn't who isn't too old for that? Everybody's too old for that. Everybody's too old to get hit or tear gas like. I'm agreeing with you. I, I, I agree with it's better stuff that we we got better stuff that we could be doing to also help. I'm just saying in general, if you if you down there and you get nervous or whatever, you should, you should probably leave. I agree, but that go for police too. When they start getting nervous and antsy about the crowd, they should probably leave too. Uh, it's just my opinion. Uh, <laughs> she said, "I'm too old for that too." Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh man! What do they call her? Uh, <laughs> what do they call her? Uh, uh, what do they call her? I don't know. I, I, I think he said it's a white woman. It's a white woman. So you see that? Yeah. No, he, that's that's what they do on the video. But the title was like uh, <laughs> it was like it was like Amy to uh, Amy to. Um, Oh, I can't even think of what it was called. I, I'm about to look it up real quick because that shit was hilarious. It's a hilarious title. Um, I don't know. That's, that shit was funny. Amy the. I was. Hey, I don't know. 
Amy the arsonist or something like that. I think that's what it was. Amy the arsonist. Amy the arsonist. Let me see. So let me read Regina comment and then uh, <clears throat> and then uh, Ashley got another question. So Regina said, I have a relative that's a cop and he has been having a lot of disagreements at work and some family because he sees it from both sides. I understand him. Uh, you want to be safe for your community, but at the same time, so many are instantly angered by you just for being a cop. Um, well, you can't handle if, if you can't handle that then you probably shouldn't be a cop like if you can't handle that part of it somebody not liking you somebody not agreeing with you then you probably shouldn't be a cop like there's so much other stuff to worry about in that job that if that's your biggest issue you probably shouldn't be a cop yeah, I mean, like that's what you signed up for. Like that—that that is, get another job. Like, like people. I'm not even going to get started on a Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives whole thing, um, because like the Blue Lives, like you choose to be a police officer, right? And that's a choice you chose, or you felt like that's what you wanted to do. That's a choice. Like being black is not a choice. Now you're know saying like, like you're know saying like people. Like it has one has nothing to do with the other, but people like to throw it out there. And they're like, but that's a job though. Like, just do something else. So I feel the same way about that. Like, if you can't, if that's what you worry about the most, then you probably should go get another job. Right. Of course, of course, we are. <sighs> well, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no, no. Of course, uh, you know you're gonna face. It's a job, but you're gonna face the most scrutiny. Your job is dealing with people. You may give them tickets. Of course, people don't want to be pulled over and pay a two hundred dollar ticket. You can be mad at that. Yeah, you, you're you're dealing with authority. You're an authority figure, and people yeah. have problem with authority. Of course. Right, right. You see, like you saw what happened during uh, the pandemic, the early stages when people weren't getting pulled over and people were going uh, hundred miles an hour and wherever they were going. So many accidents, so many wild stuff happened because it wasn't. It wasn't any control, so I mean, I you know, I, I I get that, but when it comes to life and death situations, and trust me, the same training videos that you know that police officers saw, I saw because I watch all of them all the time. It's like, fuck, you got to deal with you know some dude hopping out, uh, hop, hopping out the car that was in the army, their army training, just pull out a gun, start shooting at you. You know what I'm saying? Wild situations that may happen to you, just a cop. I understand that, so you're on edge, but, man, sometimes it's like, it's like, man, I'm like, I could tell, looking at this dude, it's not, he doesn't have any weapons on him, uh, like, it's not, most of the time, it's not that, going down like that, because you will hear about more shit than you do, if it was, you know what I'm saying, like, but I, man, I don't, 
I guess you can't call me an armchair quarterback. But nigga, if nigga, if I if I put on that blue, like I'm gonna make sure not to be fucking with people, so I wouldn't have to get in a situation where you know what I'm saying they uh you know they want to cause harm, bring harm my way. Number one, and uh, you know what I'm saying you gotta put your life on the line for the city of you know whatever you choose, you know. Right. But so let me see. So at. But it, it is, but if you, and if you can't handle it, like you have the choice to do something else. Is, is all I'm saying. So Ashley said, uh, "Do y'all believe these are isolated incidents, or that all police are out to hurt people?" Uh, Miss Murray said, "Not isolated. all." So Miss Murray said, "Not all police make bad decisions. Some do use common sense, but common sense ain't common." Uh, that's that's a great quote. I mean, it's, it's good. Angel said, uh, "I believe majority of police aren't bad." But the ones that are sure make it bad for the rest. Accountability is missing at times, as we see. And Ms. Murray said uh, they would never admit it publicly, but some people have attitudes and preconceptions about people of color. I uh, agree. Um, so I'll say yeah, isolated instances. Right. <laughs> right. Or, or prejudice at the, at the, at the, the least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If not full-blown racism. So I'll say that um, isolated incidents, of course. Um, but the problem becomes, but the gray area becomes when you have isolated incidents that good cops don't say anything about. So then that makes you a bad cop. Like that makes you a person or a group of people or whatever that's choosing to not be good. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a person that, and I, and I don't mean publicly. I'm not saying that you had to be, you know, go to the news or something or quit your job in order to make a statement. But if you feel like somebody did something wrong or, or your partner crossed the line or something, um, and you don't say anything about it or you don't do anything about it, then I think that, um, I think that that pushes you towards becoming a bad cop. So I so let me just finish. so so I think it is isolated incidents, but where the gray area for a good amount of people, including myself, it happens is when the good cops don't say anything to the bad cops. True, but you know, partner, you know, your partner has to must definitely be on the same page because they're supposed mm-hmm. to have your back. And you not having, you know, another officer back is got nothing. Like Drew Brees over here, it's like Drew Brees over here talking about, uh, you know, uh, but he, you know, you know, he said, you know, so he felt like he didn't have his black teammates. It felt like they didn't, uh, he didn't have their back. So you know, it's the same situation. And that uh, that one uh, female cop. Uh, that black female cop, she uh, got fired because I guess a dude put his knee on the person or choke hold or something. And she told him stop or stopped it. One of them, and she got fired because of that. Yeah, Erica, Erica just said I that mean, in the comments that a lot of cops. Houses. Yeah, she she said uh, a lot of cops lost their jobs speaking out. Because yeah. people got houses, you know, family, bills to pay, so it's it's a win lose. You might speak about speak out about your partner, but you're gonna lose your job in the process. All right. Me, no, I don't want no partner. I'm cool. So 
But so so what kind of but what kind of person does that make you though? Like Angel, I want to say the last show, maybe two shows ago, Angel asked the question: If you the one cop on in the George Floyd uh, situation, the one black cop was he was four days out or something like that, like four day, like his fourth day on the force or something. Like, what would you do? She asked, well, like, what would you do in that situation? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I don't care what, for me, I speak for myself. Like, I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what job I'm doing. Like, if it's a, a position where, or, or if I'm put in a spot where people are dying or potentially could die because of my partner, and and it's going to take me losing my job in order to, to say something about it, then, then I'm on Indeed. Looking for a new job. Because ain't no fuck, ain't no, I don't want to, you can't convince me that it's, I don't want to do it because I don't want to lose my job. I get it, man. Everybody got bills. People got shit to pay. People got uh, responsibilities and people to take care of. I understand that a hundred percent. But when your job involves shit that is life or death, like you telling me that you'd rather be a person that don't speak out about life or death because you are worried about finding another job? I that just for me is just like what kind of person do you want to be? That's what it comes down right, to. Hey, so, so in a situation where a person No, go ahead. I do read it too, but go go ahead. I'll read it after you uh, finish. Have a you have a union, but you have a union. Police officers have a union. Like that's where your union. You pay union dues every paycheck, like to come in there and say, "Hey, I feel like I was wrongfully terminated. Let's go and put the steps in." Bo-. Like that, you have a union. That like, ain't just you out there. Yeah, but, but your union is for the people that believe. You know, that y'all supposed to work as a team. I just, I just don't, I don't know, man. It just. Hey, Ashley, what you get on the test? 
So Ashley, Ashley said, she said, as soon as you are sworn in, your life changes as a police officer. You may be police officer of a small town somewhere, but to the public, you are no longer human. You are a standard. You can't make mistakes. If you do end up on CNN, uh, you can't make mistakes. If you do end up on CNN, I stay out of the way for real. And when I work, I do my job the best I can. That's not what we're saying at all. We're not, we're not saying that you're, you're not human when you're above making mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes in, in every job. You, you could be unemployed and still make mistakes. <clears throat> so I, I don't think that, so I, I don't think at all that, uh, like that's what we're saying that you can't make mistakes, but we are saying that, uh, you should be held to a higher standard because that comes with the position. That don't mean that you won't make mistakes, but you should be held to a higher standard. Try not to take their life to the best of my abilities, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, this is the type of this is the type of mistake that you know will ruin somebody's uh, family and life forever on both sides. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, mean, I don't know. Like, hey, decision making is, is very key. It's, you know what I'm saying? Are you making it? It's a very right situation. Like you pull up so close, I mean, it's. A, what are what are your options? To somebody who had to somebody you know you got a gun. Yeah, what are your options? No, 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 I, no. I agree. Like even more. Yeah, so what are your options when you pull up on somebody who got a gun? You gonna shoot him? Right. Immediately, right? Right. But your first thing is to go con- uh, confront this person to like get in space. I don't know. So right, so I'm not trying to get up on nobody who I know that got a gun. Uh, if I get if I got that call, you know what I'm saying. Unless I get unless I was the officer and I got the call, uh, you know it's a, a mass shooter in his life. You know, that's probably, you know, too bad. But. So I just think I mean even the Samir Rice thing. I always said like the person that was most at fault was not even the cop that shot, but it was the cop that pulled up so close that you didn't give the other officer a chance or opportunity to do anything. Uh, let me jump into the comments. Let me see. Um, Ms. Murray said, even doctors who make mistakes get protected by fellow doctors. Um, I think that they do, uh, for the most part, like, I, 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 you know, the brotherhood mentality, I understand that, but, uh, people do speak out about it though. Like people do say in, inside of, uh, meetings with the head of medicine, they will say, like, I don't agree with that decision or whatever. I'm not saying publicly that cops should come out on Facebook or anything and say what that cop did was wrong or, you know, somebody in my force is, is a bad apple or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm not saying publicly, but cops should definitely be speaking out when they see injustices. If you're, if you're, if your job is to, if the oath that you take is to enforce law, to be a law enforcer, and you see somebody breaking the law, then you should say something. This is what I think. Yeah, yeah I, I say I say say something internally. You know, most definitely. 
So before before let's say before you even went to like uh, you know sergeant or captain whoever uh, you know you talk to your partner like what's up what's up with that situation like why you do that you know and if I'm still working with this person and they continue to do stuff like that then you escalate it but you know it's probably not gonna be good for you you know uh, in the long run because nobody gonna work with you but me personally I probably wanna. I agree. Let me see. Erica said uh, we need to place blame on the system, systematic racism that is still plaguing us to police force. Because trust me, there is something by them that enforces these laws as well. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I say I don't think it's about lo- uh, about losing their job. I think it's about being harassed afterwards. Um, or if you come out and speak out about it. Will you be spared from the harassment? If you come out and, and say to the people like what he said was wrong, what he did was wrong, I don't, I don't support it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, you are you so you get blackballed by your force, but like harassed? Are you saying harassed by the people or harassed by your coworkers? Because e- either way, like you gonna have to deal with stuff either way. So either you're going to be harassed by your people for for speaking up, or you're going to be harassed by the public thinking that all cops are bad. And it's your choice. And if you don't want that choice, then do something else. Uh, Angel said, I'm sure when you become a cop, your coworkers are like family. It probably pulls loyalty strings. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure to a, to a certain extent. Um, but what's more important to you? Like, Is, is it that Ashley said that, that changes your life uh, when you take it? Like, who are you pledging allegiance to? Are you pledging allegiance to that department, to your captain, or to the actual oath that you're saying? Because that don't say, like, you know, I don't even know what the, what the oath is, but I'm sure it ain't to Johnson. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it's to whatever decree, the Constitution and whatever the fucking creed for your department is. Like, and it's a job. If you don't want to do it, do something else. Like, and, 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 and 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 as I say that, I realize that that's not a job for me. Like because I am aware that that would be something I would speak out about. Or and I'm not saying I could do the job anyway, but like I'm aware that that job don't fit me because of the way I feel about stuff. And if you feel the same way, then you should get another job. Hypothetical question to you: Would you rather be in the army or would you rather be a cop? Um, say, say one more time. I was reading the comment. Say one more time. That's a hypothetical question. Would you rather be in the army or would you rather be a cop? Neither. <laughs> like, I would rather be Muhammad Ali and just be like, nigga, I just ain't going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like, like personally, because I know, and it, it, it has nothing to do with authority because the job I'm in now has a, a level of hockey. Um, like, so that, that has nothing to do with it, but it's, being put in those type situations where damned if you do, damned if you don't, like somebody's going to hate you no matter how you go. Um, like if that's the mentality that you bring to it, then I wouldn't, I just wouldn't do it personally. Yeah, those are two jobs uh, I wouldn't want to do. You know? All right, so, yeah. You know, some people love it, you know. Uh, and uh, I commend those people because you want to put, you know, 
this you really want to serve, you really want to protect, or you want to uh, you know keep these this country's liberties and freedoms intact. But me personally, you know, I just gotta commend them because I could do any of them. And and I and I just couldn't. I mean, so I couldn't do it. And then not only could I could I not do it, it just I don't know. You, you got to know yourself. Like you got to. Not everybody. Or I say this. Forget what I was about to say. Not everybody's reasons for becoming a police officer or joining the army or doing certain positions. It's not always as pure as I want to make a difference. You know what I'm saying? It's not always as pure as I want to. Um, uh, uh, you know, keep keep the country free. I want to protect people. Like everybody's agenda is not the same as I think most cops are. Most people that join the military uh, uh, are. I just don't think it is. My um, said uh, I was thinking this. Doctors have taken the oath to save lives, and I've personally seen some give up or drag their feet caring for someone because of money. Yeah, I, I agree, and. Like, I, I can't, like, I feel like doctors should be called out, too. Um, but, like, who's going to call you out, though? Like, another doctor that's, that's dragging their feet? Or another doctor that's handcuffed because the the director of medicine or the board of directors on the hospital won't allow you to do your job? Like, in the case of this coronavirus stuff, um, all right, people dragging their feet. But what if it's because they don't have the, the right PPE or... Or, you know, like the people higher up and not supporting them in the way that they need to be supported. So, yeah, so you, like, so so what? You just call out your hospital system? You, if I work for UH and I just call out University Hospital, like, then what? They're like, all right, so you fired for calling us out. But then people are going to say, right, so you down by your people. But then people, the public is going to say, like, well, thanks for speaking out. Nigga, uh, now we know. You know what I'm saying? We won't support University Hospital or whatever, or, you know, whatever the practices is. I don't know, like, you, you kind of put some kind of action in order, but just standing on the side doing nothing, when you see a system is failing you, I mean, like, what do you do? Like, you could do the best you can, but then when something happened, like, do you do you just not say anything, like, at all? I mean, it, it'll be like it is today when people protest because of a cause uh, that they feel strongly with. Yeah, I, I get <laughs> you know it. What I'm saying just people speaking out. <sighs> I, mean, just, I seen this dude who got a million dollar, uh, a million dollar bill from having a coronavirus. A million dollars. A million dollar what? Oh, bill. A million dollar medical. Oh, that's a whole nother story of uh, you know universal health care and stuff that that's needed in the country for sure. Yeah. Who can afford that? Like, no, like 1% of the people in the world can afford a million dollar medical bill. I was like, I ain't paying it. Like, what you going to do? Like, you going you gonna to give it back to me? Send me to collections? Yeah. Send me to collections, then what? Fuck like, it. Like, the collections don't even like give it. Like, I want to yeah. call. Like, million, you know, it's, it's for real. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, way back in the comment, let me catch up real, real quick. Angel said, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Ms. Murray said, yeah, you're back not going to be watched if you're perceived to be a snitch. That's true. Uh, Andrew said, uh, that's good. It doesn't. Uh, I figured it would because in my work setting, we do feel like family at times. Well, some of them. Uh, Ashley said, uh, some probably do feel like family. That was not my experience. 
uh, yeah, and I think just like working in an office or working somewhere else, everybody's experience is going to be a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? It all depends on the people that you're working around and, and a whole host of other uh, possibilities. Uh, Ms. Murray said, <laughs> Ms. Murray said uh, if it comes to their life or yours, you really can't second guess. I agree. Um, I agree with that. Uh, but some of the instances that we're talking about, there are not, like it's on video, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of hard to argue with video. Like Walter Scott, another guy that has something to do with a taser, um, that, you know, I guess he had her, threw the taser down and ran and the cop shot him in the back. Um, like this is another instance. But so if the cop said that, he would look at being wrong. And he he knows that. That's why they he lied on a police report and then the video came out and then he got reprimanded. Like you know what I'm saying? Like at least if you're gonna do the the bad like you know this is bad. That's why you lying on a police report. The seventy five year old man that got pushed and they knew what they did was wrong and bad. That's why they lied on a police report. Like they lied and said he he backpedaled, tripped and fell instead of saying we pushed this nigga and he smashed his head on the concrete. Like you know what you're doing is bad. Sorry. Yeah, like you know what you're doing is bad. Like that's the problem I have. Hey, so look. Uh, what? I know we didn't know on time. Yeah. But uh, but I want to I want to I want to share this story. So uh, about decision making, right? So, uh, story that I I was there and I, uh, I heard the story. But anyways, uh, it was this cop. Uh, we got into it with some teenagers and. uh it was like three of them, but it was probably like at least 16, so I mean, they could at least, you know, square up those some shots if they wanted to, so they squared up with them, surrounded them. At that point, see, when you were, like, when you were a cop, it's different rules, you know what I'm saying? So, he could have, you know, upped and, uh, you know, started shooting if he wanted to, right? But he didn't. And he decided to pull out his pepper spray and spray all three of them, right? I mean, is 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 I mean, is that decision making which is crucial? Uh, which is uh, which is crucial because uh, hey, you could have you could have killed somebody and got away with it. I mean, they you know they tried to jump you, but more with less lethal less lethal um, force, and everybody got to go home. You know. So you're saying they have tools? They have the tools. To have options, like they they have options that are not just yeah. go for your gun. It's true. I, I mean, they do have different tools for different situations, right? Um, let me see. Erica said, uh, "From what I've seen in Cleveland, uh, I felt many times that the police for force were segregated." That's interesting. I, I don't see. That's why I would love to get somebody on here to talk about it because I, I haven't heard that before. Um, mine said harassment from coworkers. I agree. Um, like I said, I think one way or the other, you're going to get harassed. And this is a matter of you choosing of who you buy. Uh, she said they would feel torn because they feel they would have have, have to choose between public and their brotherhood. Yeah, but you don't work for the brotherhood. You work for the public. So Angel said she would join the army over the police force. Uh, she said, I feel bad for the good cops, underpaid and overworked. 
Um, I agree with that. Ashley said, I see what happens behind the scenes. There are officers that speak up. Speaking up means reporting things and putting it on paper. It happens. I hate when people say cops don't speak up and do the right thing. Uh, look, I'll, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be the first to say, I'll be the first to say that I, I like, I'm not asking for people to come forward on paper or I'm sorry uh, to the public or online or whatever and say something, but they should be saying something. And actually, so just as, just as much as you see people speaking up and saying stuff, there are people that don't do that though, or that they, they, they'll, there are times when the Walter Scott situation I just brought up, it was two officers there. They both wrote a report and then the, the video came out and they both were reprimanded because they both lied on their report. Like, so if you want to speak out and say something, don't write that in your report. Like, if you know it's wrong, don't put that in your in your report. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that people need, like, cops need to come out publicly, but you need, you should be saying something. I feel like you should be saying something. And, no, if, if, if it wasn't That you could do, right? Because paperwork is tight, it ain't no holes in it. In the day, in the era of recording everything, having body cam, that paperwork ain't having the strength that it used to have. And 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 that's and that's all I'm saying. Like if you if you're if you're a good cop, then say if you don't know, then just say I don't know. Like, but don't make up something. Or don't get with this officer that potentially did something bad and say, well, well what do you have? And and let's let's get this let's get our story straight or whatever, so we can both type up the same report and, and have it on the same thing. Um, you know, like and, and instead of doing that, like just say say your part or say this is what happened. Like I'm not a bad cop. He did something I felt was bad, or I, this is what I seen. This is what I observed. This is whatever. That's what you put on your report. And you should put that on your report. Like that that's what should be on your report. It's not about having that person's back or not speaking up. Like you you shouldn't and I know that's an isolated incident talking about just re, like putting something I'd get it that cops speak out and stuff. Uh you know, you you write your your report as in your uh or your complaint or whatever. I, I understand that part, but um for all the people that do step up and say something, there are people that don't. This is how numbers work. Uh, Erica said, there needs to be police reform. Don't get me wrong. The military tactics aren't working. Billions. There's no reason that city cops should have tanks and shit. There's no reason for it. Like, the reason they got it for was after 9-11, budgets exploded so that people can, uh, in case of a terrorist act, and I'm not saying that just because a terrorist act like of that magnitude haven't happened that people shouldn't be prepared. But there's no reason for cops to have tanks and stuff like that. Not specialties, not um, SWAT teams or, or whatever. Like shouldn't have that gear. But there's no reason why local precinct, whatever district, whatever, should have tanks and shit like that. They just shouldn't. All right. So I agree with you, Erica. Uh, Andrew said, "What's the solution? How can we get things better?" Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Ashley said, uh, "Do you blame? Do you blame the person, the company they work for, or the school they attended for training? A, com- a combination. A combination. Because you have some companies that, well, I guess 
companies might be a little different uh, because they can only ask certain things when you go. Uh, so if we was hiring somebody, we wanted to call and get references from old employees, like certain questions we can't answer, or, or I'm sorry, certain questions we can't ask or whatever. Um, but to my knowledge, and I could be wrong, if I'm wrong, let me know. Um, you can find out um, like past, um, uh, uh, what do you call them? Like past reviews from, from even if it's at a different department. That's how like the cop that killed Samira Rice, they was able to find out that he was at a different precinct and that they the, the commander or whatever said that he should not be a cop anymore. He shouldn't be um, in law enforcement at all. And then Cleveland police ended up hiring them or whatever. Like, so if I'm not, they share that kind of information. So I would blame the person that rehired that cop in, in that, in that instance, I would blame the person for being a bad person or a racist person or whatever, whatever the case is. And then, you know, all schools aren't created equally If they were then uh, going to Howard university would be the same as going to Ohio state university, which would be the same as going to Marshall which would be the same as going to Toledo, but all schools aren't created equally. All CCW training aren't created equally. Like, so I, I think it's a combination of, of all, of all of the above personally. What about you? Well, I mean, you know, I, you know, that's what I just try to do. Erica said, uh, when a cop can't recognize, a child or a handicapped person, something's wrong with their training. You have to question, you have to question the reasoning behind it. Uh, it is, uh, is it fear of being used in training to the point where it's only, it's only the one thing that can focus on? Hey, it was a show, it's a show called Atypical on Netflix. Go check it out. This show, long story short, uh, the guy, he, uh, he has uh, autism and he was having a, uh, you know, a, uh, anxiety attack and the officer you know threw him down to the ground arrested him uh, <laughs> uh his uh his uh that um his father is a uh EMT and uh you know so his father went and talked to the police and they had a conversation and then he led a train to let the police know what to look for um with someone who has autism now, my question is, I wonder, do they have that training to be able to detect people who have different, you know, uh, uh, issues and stuff like that? I, I, I don't know. I can't say I'm not a cop or never went through the training, but I will, I will say that I have long before this, all the stuff that's happening now, I, I, I it was a cop that was, I want to say he was in Houston, maybe Tennessee and then Houston, but he, he's like a police chief. Uh, at in Houston somewhere or whatever, and he was saying like, nigga, they ask cops to do too much out here, right? They ask cops to be mental health workers. You know what I'm saying? They ask cops to be um, uh, so do all do all your your normal you know atypical cop stuff, but we also want you to come out when people are are having um, mental health issues. And he, he had like a whole list of stuff that they ask cops to do, and he was saying uh, it's fucking ridiculous like it's just way too much like you're asking cops to do way too much you're asking cops to to do all of these different kind of trainings right instead of having like actual officials that's used uh for that that's specialized in that type of a field you know what i'm saying so like 
I don't know if cops actually get that training, but I can tell you that if they do, it's not enough. Like, as in, it's not, they don't, you don't have enough time to work and then also have your off time that's allocated to you and also have enough time to do this amount of training, you know what I'm saying, in, in fields that has nothing to do with law enforcement or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they call you for everything. Squ- squirrel cat and tree or some shit. Like, they call, police officers are called out to those calls and then they come with the fire department and whatever, whatever. But, like, all that stuff, man. Cops are called out to all of that stuff. So, they are doing too much. And if that training is available, it's not enough time for them to actually uh, incorporate all of that training. Like, it's just, it, it can't be. It, it can't be. So, so what you're saying, um, after the academy, they should go through all that before they even, you know, they should be incorporated, uh, you know, water at the academy, which would make longer, which means the city would have to pay more. No. What I'm saying is that's what people expect. But what I what I'm saying is, cops shouldn't be responsible for certain specialized stuff like that. They should be called out to protect and serve, not to handle, um, you know, mental health or certain issues like that. That's that's what I'm saying. They they shouldn't be required to. So, so, so we got to find out because I think Ashley uh, answered the question. So, let me. Murray said, uh, "When we were young, my dad was in the military. Our neighbors got called up to go to Baltimore for the riots in the National Guards. They were sitting around the dining room table singing, we 'We're going to shoot the niggers.' Uh, yeah, military is not for me." Miss <laughs> Murray said that she said when she was younger. Uh, while you read, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. Ashley said, uh, "I think I think the subject expands across the entire justice system, uh, but that's for another day." I agree. Uh, Ashley said, "We don't have tanks." Bullshit. You, your department precinct don't have tanks. I'll I will send you. I will contact you after the show. <laughs> Uh, Erica said, um, they out here for sure. And they out here. Erica said, uh, it's a silent racial war going on in America. It needs to be exposed. I don't don't think it's that quiet. Uh, Erica, I think 45 in there, uh, turned up the volume, uh, significantly. Um, for sure. I don't think it's, I don't think it's as quiet as it once was. Uh, Regina said, I don't understand why lie on the write-up report uh, when there's video to prove it, to prove it's a lie. Uh, do they not have a reason to follow up without without this outrage? So so that, that was 2015, the Walter Scott incident I was talking about. And that was before, like, most departments got body cam. They didn't know that that footage was out there, of course, because they probably wouldn't have lied about it. Um, but then they did lie, and then a couple of days later, 
the actual footage. Um, and both of those cops ended up, they got reprimanded, but not like they never got convicted. They got fired. You know, of course the, the paid leave. And then I believe they, they did get fired, but like no jail time, no convictions or anything. Uh, my aunt said that's one. Go ahead. My bad. Um, well, she just reports. So I was, so we talked about both. Damn. We talked about the watcher. We talked about the watcher, Scott and the, the thing in Buffalo. Like, I'm assuming they just didn't know that the footage was out there. I'm assuming. find out uh my aunt said that's one of my fears i believe she's talking about like when you talk about the, the tv show um as she said yes autism training it wasn't mandatory though and and that could be the issue you know was it just you in there was it just you know you and your people that you're cool in the department was it like you know what I'm saying like i feel like if you're going to have people respond to those type of calls then you need to fully train them which means the city's going to have to pay for it and that's something that is not always is not always possible. Like they just they just won't do it uh, for you know a number of reasons or whatever. But it just don't happen. And if that's the case, then they should send out the people that's actually trained to deal with those situations. Um, Erica said, uh, "You also have a sister with a disability, so you know, right? So right? So so, and I think that's what it comes down to as well is." And I'm not, I'm not asking, I'm not taking a shot at you or anything, but for the majority of people, like, it, you don't care about it until it affects you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so until you have somebody with special needs in your family where you want to, uh, you know, become more accessible to them or, or find out more ways to help them or until you have a, 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 a black son-in-law or some shit. So now you want to be... A, you want to understand race relations. You want to understand the other side because it affects you. You know what I'm saying? If that dude get killed or something, now your daughter going to be distraught and that send your kids sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and I, think, I, I don't know if it's just human nature that you don't, like, you can, you can care, but don't care until it affects them personally. Um, and Angel said, do you see a need for improved training or is it a recruit issue from your experience? I think she's talking to Ashley with that one. Uh, Ashley said, uh, "Please do fifty jobs wrapped in one. You all should do a ride along." No, I don't need to do a ride. Like I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> First off, I couldn't survive it. Secondly, uh, I'm agreeing with you. I, I'm I'm saying that they they are required and they're not even required. They're asked to do way 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 more than they should. I'm agreeing with you 100%. Like, so uh, that increases the, the level of, of or the the percentage, the possibilities of mistakes happening. I agree with you 100%, Ashley. Um, and that and I think that's part of the issue as well. I'm cool on the ride-alongs. I mean, it would be interesting going on the ride-along, but I'm cool with 
So I, I think for ride along, they'll they'll I think ride along they'll they'll keep you out of certain like that that unit just won't be called to the scene like for certain stuff you know stops or whatever but like for certain stuff I think they just won't call that unit I don't know but I'm assuming they just they wouldn't like they wouldn't call you out for a homicide I'm sure. That's funny. My my aunt said they uh, they are supposed to have training. My son has autism but look normal. Uh, he is nonverbal and will not adhere to commands. Uh, if his name is not called, I always pray no one ever calls the police on him. Um, I mean, I, like, what, like, what can you say? Miss Murray said it should be mandatory. I agree. That's something I said earlier. I know I'm late in the comments, so sorry. Um, Ashley said, "A fuss on a girl with Down syndrome. I was so mad she did that. Yes. Like, yes, is, is all I can say. Police training never stops. We always train on things that reflect the times. Um, yeah, I, I understand. I just know, like, going to a class for eight hours, like, that's not... I don't know. I, like I don't. I don't know how long these classes are, or whatever. But from what from what I'm told from other officers, is that um, it's not enough time. Like it's not enough um, uh, repetition with going to the class so that you are are like properly trained in dealing with you know whatever whatever that class is for. Um, Erica said that's my that's why training should be more extensive. That's literally what I just said. I didn't even read the comment. Uh, Ashley said, uh, we have crisis intervention training, but the specific training for autism was something I decided to attend. Uh, it was through another city. We can take voluntary training like SWAT would take different or, or extra training. Yeah. Training on, on their specialty. Um, right. And I think that's an issue because you, but, uh, Ashley, that's what I'm saying. So you do have cops. So if you got caught out to a situation where, it was somebody with a with a uh, with some kind of a disability. So not only do you are you sympathetic because of you know your sister, you also took the training. But I'm sure there were plenty of cops that didn't take that voluntary training, so they wouldn't respond in the same way that you would to it. They just, they just wouldn't because they didn't do the training. Uh, she said, "I want to take public speaking training because that's what I do at work. You can also do it on the show." Just, just letting you know, you can always do it up right here, right here on the show. Uh, you see it on social media, which is where we're at. So, uh, as you said, lies, ride along, <laughs> lies, ride alongs, ride along. I don't know who you're saying lying. Am I lying for saying that you wouldn't go to those calls or is he lying for saying that you would go to the cause? Let us know. And then Miss Murray said, uh, I see they... I see they really college quarterbacks can't do a ride along. No, no, it's not. 
<laughs> it's not that we can't do a ride along. It's not that we can't. We don't have to. We don't have, we don't have to. I'm agreeing. Like, yeah, I'm agreeing. I'm a. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, we're agreeing, so I don't think, you know, we need to ride alone. It would, look, I don't know. Y'all gonna maybe go do it just for the, for the sake of the show. <laughs> uh, let me see. That's funny. Yeah, that's all, all, that's all we should have. Yeah, national or even city network pool. We could do stuff like that. Easy. Ashley, Ashley might be our, uh, might be our, our, our key to unlocking that. Uh, most police training is experience based. You don't really know how to react to something until you are in it. You train to prepare, but on the streets, it's not cookie cutter. It gets crazy sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I, I can understand that a hundred percent. Like you can't train for everything. And I, and that's why I think out there, that's why I think that, uh, cops should be called for certain things and then mental health specialists should be called for certain things. Uh, uh, wild animal control should be called for animal things. You know what I'm saying? Like, like call the proper people for the proper issues because you can't train for everything in, in any field, being a cop or fucking uh, CDL testing or, or like whatever it is that you do. Like you can't train for everything. Uh, so I agree with you. And she said, ride along, go to the cause. So I was wrong and I apologize. Okay. You know Can you carry on the ride? No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you carry on the ride along? <laughs> number one. Are you going to give me a test? Number two. What you say? What was number two? Am I, uh, can I get a vest? Oh, uh, I think they give you a vest. I'm, I'm almost sure they, I'm almost sure they give you a vest, but I'm not 100% sure. I've, I've, I've had conversations, so, um, I'm pretty sure they give you a vest, but I don't know. But I do want to know, can you carry? Because that might make me feel better. Um, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, we got to chase my man. You better turn. Hey, I, hey, they had me on. They had me on dash cam. Like, man, you should terminate it. Terminate it. Don't terminate. Terminate the chase. Don't do it. <laughs> As we said, uh, she said, I got stories for y'all. I won't put it here though. Feel free, man. Feel free, not today, because we're about to wrap up and get out of here and, and all that good stuff. But feel free whenever y'all want to. Uh, she said, um, uh, Ms. Murray said, cops are first responders. <sighs> yeah, but that's true. They are, but some stuff they shouldn't be responding to. And that's just my opinion. Like, they shouldn't have to come to the, the certain mental health stuff. Or, or, like, the stuff that they're not trained in. Like, you don't call... SWAT for stuff that's not SWAT related, or you don't call, you know what I'm saying, vice for shit that's not vice related, or, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, I don't know, that's, that's just me. But when I listen to the scanner, though, they do put a priority cause, you know what I'm saying, so if, I don't know, it's a cat tree, of course it's going to be a low point. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, I don't think I mean, nobody, like, yeah. I mean, if that's your area, you're gone, you know what I'm saying, you'll get to it when you get to it. Right. It's a priority. 
just depends. I mean, they got to do everything in the streets. And, that, and, and I just think that's where the problem is. They do got to do everything, and I think that that's just a problem. She said you you wear she she said you wear a vest no <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying so, exactly she said you wear a vest with no gun oh, yeah a vest with no gun yeah. uh Ashley can I wear my own vest <laughs> I need I need these answers because uh, nah, under, 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 under like, shit I'm gonna have my AR500 plates and like, I ain't I'm ready for all the situations. Um, Regina getting out of here Regina yeah. Regina you have a, a good safe week We about to wrap up uh, Ashley said uh, She said you <laughs> You have to get a million dollar policy on yourself Yep my family gonna be straight if anything happens Straight <laughs> Angel said y'all should do a ride along Report back to us Byron said he'll do it He said he'll do that for the show Um uh, as he said, if a person is mental or violent, they call police. I, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I, I get it. No, I think they, I know that they do. I just don't think that they should all the time. Violent, of course, that's different. That's part of the, the protect part of the protect and serve. But uh, like mental health people, like like the one guy, like the one guy was a uh, um, this was a couple years ago. It was like somebody some kind of mental health thing and he was like sitting on the road or something and called the police and then it was like a black guy that was like um his handler I don't, I don't know what he called for lack of a better term his his whatever and so he's sitting on the ground the black guy sitting on the ground talking to the the the, the guy with the mental disability like and the cop pulled up he he pulled up he's in long story short he ended up shooting the black guy uh he wasn't like he just pulled up and shot him or whatever they had a thing like the black dude got his hands up and they shot him anyway you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to tell you that I'm the guy's uh, handler or whatever it's called. Hey, like, so... Ashley, don't yell at me, man. She said mental and violent. Like, and mental and violent. Okay, I get it. You saying... I, I thought you were saying mental people and then violent people. I didn't know it was... All right, don't yell at me. I got it. <laughs> she said they provide the vest. Vest... So if I'm going, I'm wearing my AR 500 steel plates. I'm just saying. All right, man. Let's get out of here, man. <laughs> before let's get out of here for uh, we gotta watch out when we uh driving through Cleveland. Watch out for uh, Ashley behind us. Hey, it's been hella, uh, like recently, it's been stories of people just ran, uh, people around me shooting AR 15s at uh, cop cars. I know the one dude got uh, hit in the leg. Then over by me, uh, somebody just randomly started shooting uh, a shot like that. They shot a whole clip uh, with a whole magazine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whole magazine is slang. You know, slang. You know, that's, that's what people talk. But anyways, they shot a, you know, a whole magazine uh, at a group of cop cars. Like, <laughs> so ride along. <sighs> yeah, I don't know about that one, man. I need, like, I need, you know, I need your salary. I need 50, <laughs> or, or if I do it, it had to be in like Strongsville or something. Give me, give me somewhere safe. <laughs> give me, give me somewhere. Some parking tickets, not even, you know what I'm saying? Just some parking tickets only. You know what I'm saying? No interaction with the public. You know what I'm saying? Call cause, uh, cause, uh, Marianne got some some casserole for us for the station. Uh, 
as, as he said, yeah, <laughs> right. As as he said, I just noticed the uh, y'all picture behind Byron. Uh, yeah, that was 2012, 2011. Super young. Classic picture. Black and white. <laughs> she, 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 she said, she said, don't criticize then if you can't ride for a few hours. We're not criticizing. We're being of um, viewers. We can have an opinion about something, and you know, the same way anybody, the same way y'all can have opinions. Like you know, oh, you hit the yellow line. Like I didn't hit the yellow line. Like, I know for a fact I didn't hit the yellow line. Oh no, I I seen you. Like no, that's your opinion. Your opinion is that I hit the yellow line, but I really didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't hit the yellow line. Oh, uh, I'm sure I can. I can show you on the dash cam. Well, show me on the dash cam. Well, that's not really how it works. Well, that so your opinion is that I hit the yellow line. Like so, this is all opinion. Cops have opinions. We have opinions. We're objective viewers, just like everybody else. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> Oh. Your opinion is outweighed by the officer's opinion, unless you uh, got dash cam. Yeah, dash cam. Yeah, yeah. And but most people don't know how to do that, and they don't expect to do it. Um, I got stories about going to court. Hey, at uh, the prosecutor, prosecutor said you did a great job. Like, I was, I was lost. <laughs> hey, Ashley. Ashley said. So. Ashley just laughing or whatever. She said it's not an opinion if it's facts. Yeah, you're right about that. So you got stories about, you know, people telling and stuff in the locker room. I got stories of being black in a white neighborhood and niggas is lying. Like, it ain't facts. Like, it's, it's a straight lying. Like, niggas is lying. Like, oh, oh, I see. Last story, and I promise I'm out of here. Byron can say whatever you want to say. I was in Broadview Heights. I was in North Royalton driving home. And uh cop pulled me over, he's like, yeah, it's like uh he all right, I'm 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 at the auto parts store with my cousin and I say, All right man, be safe. Look, right across the street, it's a cop. Like just be safe when you get out of here. I'm looking, me and the cop make eye contact because he's sitting in the parking lot that I'm in. Like we're in the same parking lot. My cousin pull out, I pull out. <laughs> you black too, but you you covered by that blue shield, so you're fine. So he, my cousin pull out, or I'm sorry, I pull out. Or I'm sorry, I get in the car to, to pull out. The cop pull out in front of me, and he's waiting for me, but I'm waiting for him. So he turns out before me. He goes, and uh, so now I'm driving behind him, and uh, he runs the light. We get we coming up to a red light. It's, it's nighttime. He runs the light to go into the, the gas station, the adjacent gas station, and turns around to wait for me to come through the light so he can pull me over. I noticed this because I'm super observant and I'm not in law enforcement, but I do work with law enforcement. So I come through the light and immediately turn. he turned, he went through the light, ran the light, made a right. I went through the light when it turned green, made a left, private property, can't, can't pull me over. Uh, I go through the private property and I come out and he's now no longer at the gas station, but he's at the first street waiting. He's just sitting there at like, he just keep moving further a little bit as I move further a little bit. He's still, he's just sitting there at the, he's just sitting there at the stop sign. I'm not even kidding. So I'm like, all right, well, 
I'm getting pulled over. Like, it's no, like at this point, there's no way I can go. Like, if I go left, he will pull out left behind me. If I go right, uh, he'll wait till I pass him, and then he'll pull out behind me. So, of course, that it happens because that's how it happened. Um, he pulled me over. He's like, he's like, where, he's like, where are you going? East, because that's where I always say every time, I'm going east. Uh, where are you coming from? I'm like, dude, we were in the same parking lot. Like, don't say you wasn't. We were in the same parking lot. We made eye contact. He's like, I've seen you before. I'm like, what's up, man? Like, what's going on? He's like, oh, well, you got these things, air fresheners hanging from your windshield. Um, he's like, uh, he's like, you got, uh, he's like, you got any, uh, <laughs> like, you got any weapons? I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got a Derringer. I'm like, it's super small. I'm like, I've completely forgot about it. Whatever, but it's, it's fine. He's like, all right, that's cool. He's like, you got your ID? I'm like, ah, oh, don't. Uh, like, just came down, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but you ran my plates, you, you know, my, my address, my name came up, uh, all this stuff. He's like, man, he's like, uh, he's like, so, he's like, so where are you coming from? I'm like, we were in the auto parts store together. Like, we were in there together. He's like, no, I never seen you. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you came out and made a right into the gas station. I came out and made a left into McDonald's. He's like, well, did you get McDonald's? I'm like, no, because I don't have my ID. I don't have my wallet with me. Like, what are you, like, what, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, look, I got it. I got it recorded somewhere. If I find it, I'm sending it to Erica. I'm sorry, I'm sending it to Ashley for sure. I'm not even kidding. Like, this is a thing. If you want verification, ask Angel because she's seen it. Like, I like that's exactly what happened. The dude just kept asking me. Like, he like he like so I he like so I don't even know what to do. He's like, you guys, he's like, I stopped you because of the stuff on your winch, because the air freshener on your, hanging from your rear view mirror, but you got, you don't, but you got a gun and you don't have no licenses, but I know that you stay a mile away. He's like, so what am I supposed to do here? You, you tell me, <laughs> like, what, what do you want to do? Like, cause you're right. I don't have my ID. That's fine. You pull me over because of my air freshener. That's a lie. Like I'm black and I'm in North Royalton and it's late at night. Like you don't know what I'm doing here. Like, that's the reason you pull me over. Like, so just get, like, whatever it is, get over it. Like, write me the ticket. Don't write me the ticket. Whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? He's like, all right, well, like, just just to let you know you can't have stuff hanging from your rearview mirror. Have a good night. Be safe out here. Right. I'm not even kidding. That's what he said. That would be the petty thing about uh, suburb, between something like that. It's the most infuriating thing in my life because, like, I, so, so, the next day I go to work and I'm like, let me tell y'all about this cop. Everyone, like no one understood except for the black people because they're like, oh, well, right, like they, they looked at my car like, they probably don't, they probably don't think you live in, they probably don't think you live in Broadview Heights. Like, you know, <laughs> that's what really what he said. Like, probably don't think you live in Broadview Heights. I'm like, yeah, but then when he ran my plate, it came back to Broadview Heights. Like, he's like, but it was too late. He pulled it over by then. I'm like, oh, it was, Look, I'm not even Ashley. I'm not even kidding. Pulled you over because because of your air freshener, but I mean that was like a legal stop because you got you got to do a you know a moving violation. That's not a moving violation. Hey, it was so many. So you already know the reason why. I know, of course, of course. This is what I'm saying. So Ashley, all I'm saying is I got I got stories too. Cops don't always be as honorable. They do have a tough job to do, but sometimes cops just be being assholes, just like everywhere else. It's just, it's just like any other job. So 
I'll criticize them as much as I want to. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get out of here. Thank you all again for another great show. Um, uh, it's always a good time when we can get an officer of the law to join us, um, along with all of our top fans. Um, I don't know, man. I, I can't thank you all enough. The conversation is always good, and we get to leave on a good, funny, upbeat type note, um, <laughs> which is, I don't know, it's always always fun, always a good time. So uh, thank you all. As <laughs> Ms. Murray said, at least he didn't say you fit the description. Uh, ain't no crime in North Royalton. If he would have said that, I would. If he would have said that, I would like, man, we got to go to the station now because you lying. Ain't no crime out here. Trust me, I know. I live. I live there. Like I know it's no crime. Anyway, no, no, like serious crimes. Anyway, thanks for joining us as always, man. Um, join us next week. We will be. That's our uh, anniversary show, I guess. Our two-year relaunch anniversary show. Uh, tune in, man. We're going to talk to uh, our our member uh, that joined the family over the past year, um, and, and Ebony J. Uh, she's been around, but you know she kind of relaunched this year. So um, we'll, we'll catch up with her and do shows that we got on here. I got a chance to 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 meet them and 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 listen to them and. You know, hopefully they, they catch all the attention and, and you guys are tuning into their shows too when you have the time. Um, you know, just trying to build a brand over here. So, uh, but we can't do it without y'all. You know what I'm saying? So we appreciate y'all every single time. Um, hopefully we'll see y'all next week. Um, for the, for the State of the Union show. That's what I'm calling it, the State of the Union episode. So, um, y'all be safe out there. Uh, keep wearing them masks. Stay social distanced. Um, Look out for protests and all that good stuff. And, yeah, man, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> we'll definitely see y'all next week. Salute to the city as always. I'll try to get my hair done next time. Don't judge me. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll see y'all. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe.